From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Well, hey there, you cool cats and kittens. I'm not sure if I said it right. We're going to have to talk about that a little bit later. It's Gwen coming to you from my home recording studio in Tribeca, NYC. I hope you're listening. You can listen on Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Of course, I've got my co-pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. Hello from Uptown Harlem. How's it doing up there? You know, it's doing really, really well up there. I'm definitely ready to start going to concerts again, but I'm also (laughs) focusing on getting sexy and pretty. So it's all good. How are you? Remember, like, it was just a few weeks ago when you were telling me that your trip to Coachella wouldn't be canceled. I know. I definitely thought Coachella was still on. Well, you know, we can have like festival vibes in our own apartments just to kind of like channel Coachella, don't you think? Yeah, no, I dressed up like Coachella yesterday for that Instagram video just for fun. Of course you did. What did you wear? Um, Like a Shawn Mendes shirt, rainbow tie-dye shorts, and like a bedazzled rainbow handkerchief. Amazing. Amazing. No fringe? I remember there was one Coachella when it was like all about fringe for you. Yes, it was. I had so many fringe shirts. I did just do rhinestone fringe on the back of a jacket. So maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Maybe. A girl can dream. Well, today we have a really special and exciting and hilarious guest with us, Travis. Yes, I already like her. You know, speaking of festival vibes, last year when we did our festival feature, one of the things that was in the feature that everybody kept talking about were these electric blue eyelashes that everybody wanted to wear in the desert and at the festivals all through the summer. They were like a mermaid. They were like mermaidy. Exactly. They were fabulous. And they also were worn, I can't remember if it was this award season or last award season. I think it was this award season by Lupita Nyong'o the electric blue, on the red carpet. So it's very rare that there is a beauty product that is as appropriate on the red carpet as it is at a music festival or just in real life. All right, we've got to introduce her. And I had to introduce with a little Tiger King reference because her name reminds me of of tigers (laughs) for some reason. And the desert. It's Miss Sahara Loti, who is the founder and creator of Lashify, which is oh, an amazing eyelash system that you guys may have tried before. Maybe you haven't. We're going to give you a special code later on in the podcast so that you can get a pair for yourself because they are incredible. They have mm-hmm. like just completely disrupted the whole eyelash category. And Sahara yeah. is just like a real good time. Hey, Sahara. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. That's See, what it she's was got it. When. <laughs> she sounds kind of sexy as she goes, Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is Carol from Big Cat. Right? Isn't, it, isn't it amazing? Carol Baskin. I mean, when will we ever be the same after Tiger well, King? N- n- no, never. Never. 
Never. So I actually, you know, on uh, on our last effect, we have a we have a Facebook group with over twenty five thousand people, and I just I needed to talk about Tiger King with somebody. Okay, so <laughs> I I basically used my own forum, which is the most unprofessional thing to do, and I had to. And I said, you guys, not lash related, NLR. Did Carol do it? Ninety nine point eight percent said yes. Point oh two percent said no. I, it totally makes sense. Trav, what do you think? I mean, as soon as she said that she knew how to cover the bodies in sardine oil, because forget it, she, like yeah. perfume, <laughs> I was like, oh, I already thought about it by the look in your eyes, but I was trying not to judge you by your cover. But as soon as you said that sardine oil, you definitely put him through the meat grinder. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people are like, she's so calm. She's calm because she's a psychopath. Psychopaths are all calm. Allegedly. Did you guys love, I mean, what other parts of Tiger King did you love? Did you love Joe Exotic? I think all of us are a little bit of Joe Exotic. That's the thing. I mean, Joe Exotic spoke the truth, which is what was so hilarious about him. Unfortunately, I think that money and, you know, money and math (laughs) got to his head, you know, Um, you know, I've never met anyone whose best self comes out on crystal meth. So I'm really, (laughs) (laughs) I think think my, the, what I was most shocked about is when he was at the funeral for his second husband, Travis, and his parents were there and he was talking about how Travis would just put his nuts in his face and called it. I died. I died. I truly, truly died. You know, it's so interesting because like, like going back to what, you know, we were talking about, like there in every movie or every documentary, there's a protagonist and then there's an antagonist, right? So there's the one that you love and then the one, there's the one that you hate. And I think the reason that Tiger King really sort of took us for a spin is like at first we were like, Joe, 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 Carol, Carol, bad. And then all of a sudden we're like, Carol, bad, Joe, bad. (laughs) Everybody bad. Who's good? The drug dealer's good. The drug dealer's amazing. Okay. You the know? poor amputee. The poor girl who like stayed working. Grammy. At, yeah, because you know, it's in her blood. She's gotta do it. Because even she though she was like, take my she arm. was like, that's cool. She's like, I lost my arm. That's cool. I just didn't want Joe to get hurt. Like my heart broke. Like I wanna hire her. That is what you want in loyalty. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So hire totally. her because she picked her background as a pile of trash. And that really <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I really do think it started with a love for animals. And I think that's why all of us were sort of like, yeah. you know, um, you know, I'm, t- you know, humans have, we all have instincts. We can tell like he was good at first and then he just changed, you know, mm-hmm. um, totally. But Carol was just way too cool. Like when she was riding that bike in the, in, in the wind. No, 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 no. In the wind, in her hair. I was like, yo, like, uh, yo. <laughs> Something you know? No, it is really, really funny. But also like just the beauty, the beauty choices. Like Joe Exotic with like his 7,000 earrings in each ear. Seven, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. that perfect, perfectly, perfect. Perfectly pierced, by the way. I don't know if you saw, but they were they were uh, they were perfectly measured away from. It was like they were about three millimeters away from each other. I agree. So it, was like, it looked like yeah. a Jennifer Meyer campaign. Like it was absolutely. Cool. Oh my God, Travis! You just 
<laughs> well, but his but, eyebrow ring like really gives me pause because clearly he got it like 20 years ago. And because of just regular skin sagging and the fact that there's a piece of metal in there, it's now like at his eye. And I really need him to change that piercing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't have that piercing right now. <laughs> right. Um, but also, you know, you guys like, I mean, the hair is one thing, but it's like, we can't, we could like do a whole podcast on the hair. But my big, big beauty question with Joe Exotic is, did he wear navy eyeliner on his water lines to make the whites excuse of his me, eyes? Excuse me, excuse me, Gwen. I am shocked that you did not know that that was micro, micropigmentation. He has <laughs> tattooed eyeliner, my friend. No. Really? But it was? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. No eyeliner looks that good <laughs> over and over and over again. You're he right. Had blue eye- yeah, he had blue eyeliner. I actually liked the way it looked, honestly. Do you think that that's fact, that it was micropigmented? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I read that somewhere. You're totally right. Yeah, I think I read oh, it somewhere. My mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. My mind it was, you know, so wait, did I just watch that on Us Weekly? Why do I just watched a whole thing with Bhagavan, right? Or someone, it was somewhere, but Bhagavan, Bhagavan, Con. who's the L. Ron Hubbard, um, <laughs> yeah. like, yes. he... Um, he he's saying that the whole thing is BS and it was supposed to be about the cats and they took the guy with the teeth and they told him to take his teeth out. And I'm like, really, really? Did that really happen? I mean, he, yeah, that wasn't us weekly. He did speak to us about that for a story we did last week and he definitely has some, but he's still open for business by the way, right now, even during <laughs> the quarantine, his big cat like museum zoo or whatever is currently open in case you're looking for a new trip. <laughs> Travis, how much do you want to make a bet that their business will actually boom oh. because of that? You know, it's a tricky situation because what by doing that, yes, they're sort of, you know, they're exposing like the underworld of it all, but it also makes people really curious, you know, so they want to go, they want to see the train wreck, which goes back to, um, we can come back to the topic of beauty you know, that's the thing. Drama creates sales. Sadly, it does. Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might take your soul and like, you know, you might have to be on antidepressants by the end of it, but you'll definitely make some money. (laughs) I mean, I (laughs) for a Joe Exotic for governor condom and I still haven't been able to find one just so I can frame it and put it in my house. How, mu- oh how much God. do you want to make a bet that if you look on eBay, you'll probably be able to find some Joe Exotic paraphernalia for like a hundred times the price? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. I'm from Oklahoma and I told him to try to like go back and get me some connects and look. Yeah. You know, but I think, I think the whole tiger thing, it's a perfect storm. Like nobody would have ever watched it that many times other than in this quarantine. Yeah. You know? It's so true. This week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? If so, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Connect with a professional counselor in a safe and private environment that's all online, which is very important with current events where you may be stuck at home. It's very convenient as you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can chat and text with your therapist who are all licensed professional counselors who specialize in a range of issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, and family conflicts. BetterHelp is available on desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. BetterHelp offers counselors with wide expertise 
that may not be available outside of major cities. And everything you share is, of course, entirely confidential. You can start communicating with a counselor within 24 hours and send a message to your counselor at any time. All you need to do to get started is fill out a simple questionnaire to help them assess your needs and match you up with the right counselor. And by the way, you can always request a new one if you're not completely satisfied. It's so convenient and financial aid is available if you qualify. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash trust. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash trust. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about Lashify because Lashify, as I said, just came in and disrupted the whole Lash market. It's a totally different system. So tell our listeners a little bit about Lashify and tell us like, where did you come up with this idea? Okay. So I was in the movie business, right? I was a screenwriter. So essentially I'm an inventor. Um, in screenwriting, it's all about solving problems. Like, well, that character can't say that. So then you have to make it so that the character's personality is a certain personality that would say that, if that makes sense. So it's all about problem solving every step of the way. So that's just the way that my mind works. And around 2004, I started getting lash extensions. Um, lash extensions hit the U S market around 2003, 2004, and it was mostly in Korean, in Koreatown. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't like a well-known thing because it started in Korea. So I would drive an hour to Koreatown in traffic. I would sit there for an hour and a half. And I mean, literally it's, it's like, I went from like an okay looking chick to like hot. Okay. <laughs> with, with just these lashes. And it was like for me, cause I had, for example, naturally curly hair at the time, the Brazilian blow dry came out. Okay. So I was Brazilian blow drying my hair straight, which I'd never had before. And I was wearing lash extensions and I'd never felt better. It was like, I could like get out of a beach and be like, Ooh, look at my straight hair and my incredible eyelashes. (laughs) So I was addicted to this, to this, to this process. Like I remember once I, I had a new boyfriend and I had just come out of the shower and my extensions were on. He was like, God, you look so pretty without any makeup. And I'm like, you know, so I was just trying to, so basically for me, it wasn't the money because it was around like 150 to $200 at the time to get a set. It was the fact that you had to get them filled like every two weeks. And like, yep. you know, I didn't have the time to drive back and forth. And do you know what I'm saying? It was, the it was getting takes forever too. Forever. And then it lasts for like, not even a week. Right. Because, right. because I sleep on my face. I was like basically a really bad client. So I started, you know, I'm a Googler, I'm a researcher, I'm a Gemini. Like I believe, like, I just like to learn about everything. So I started obsessively looking for a way to apply them myself. And it literally did not exist. The only option was to take cluster lashes and use a super glue and try to get it on a single lash, which was totally impossible. You need to have skill. And then the other thing people were doing was cutting up strip lashes and maybe sticking them underneath. Right. That was a lot easier to apply than putting them above, but it still wasn't the lash extension look. So I, I, I kept thinking to myself, if I had like this tool and I could like, 
maybe like put the lashes in the tool and then quickly put them all on my eye. And then, so I started inventing <laughs> the tool and I actually literally saw it in my mind. And I, wow. and I, and I kept Googling, like I went to Russia, Japan, Korea, China, you name it, looking for this tool. And like, it did not exist. So then it was almost like I became so obsessed that I couldn't sleep at night. And I have to tell you something interesting. I actually spoke to the girl that in invented the magnetic lash. Yeah. She And we actually talked for the first time recently. And she said to me, I had this idea in the shower and I couldn't get it out of my mind. It was like, it was just like keeping me up at night. And that's what it was like for me. So it's almost like when an invention is meant to come into the, the, the universe, it's going to come in through somebody and it's going to like hammer them. You know what I'm saying? And keep totally. up at night until, until you make it happen. And so it was literally like, first it started with the wand. Then I was like, no, I need this new kind of lash. So I started... I literally set up in my Hollywood Hills house a lab, okay? I started melting lashes using, <laughs> like, the same stuff that you melt jewelry with. Like, I went crazy. My friends were like, are you? My friends literally asked me because they saw these, like, heat guns. My friend was like, are you a tweaker? I was like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, isn't that hysterical? Are you doing exotic? So, so then um, I, I – like, uh, you know, Google is your friend. I started Googling my face off, looking for like a, someone that could make me this product. I went to Korea because that's where they invented the system. After three meetings, they finally understood what I was trying to create and that it wasn't a strip lash. And the second that I explained to my Korean manufacturers what I wanted to do, literally it, we were on a, a Skype call and one of them, his mouth dropped open. He goes, wow. And I was like, and then you put it underneath and then you flatten it with this thing. And then I make this bond. And he said to me, if you can do this, he's like, you're going to create an entirely new category. And I was like, I am telling you, if you guys help me with this, we will take this thing over because, you know, it's really hard to get these big manufacturers to give a shit about, oh, I'm sorry, to give a shoot about you. Okay. Um, because you know, it's like, well, who should they deal with? Like, should they take the call from L'Oreal or should they take the call from Sahara Lottie? You know what I'm saying? From Lashify that doesn't even exist yet. So right. there, you know, so I basically had to present myself like this baller, like baller beauty brand inventor. Sure. Um, <laughs> and I did, you know, I played, you fake it till you make it like seriously. So pretty soon. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I fully did. Like, I believed it. You know what I'm saying? I believed that I was like this, like, inventor, innovator, and like, was going to take over the world. And they believed it. And so they helped me. And, and then Lashify was born. And so we did, we created a brand new product, like in the sense that it's not strip lashes, it's not lash extensions. It's for users that love mascara, strip lashes and lash extensions. So yeah. it created a because our lashes are essentially, it's like an extension of your own natural lash. You apply right. it the same place that you would apply mascara and it's as easy to apply. So as much as you might think like, oh, it's disruptive and people went crazy. No, when you come in with a disruptive product, people get angry. They don't get happy. Okay. They first get angry and they think like, okay, this is a scam. It's fake. It's kind of like when Uber came first, people were like, no. What is this? We need Uber. You know what I mean? So I was met with a lot of resistance. And this thing was like my baby. Like when I tell you, I 
you know, I wasn't on, I, and for three years, I was literally like in a cocoon of inventing. Like I, I had no idea what was going on in like on Instagram, YouTube. I knew nothing about that world. I was just in like inventing mode. And then, um, when I finally felt like we were ready to go to, to market, I started testing Instagram ads because I, I felt like, you know, with Facebook and Instagram, we have, we have access to billions and billions of people, right? Why would I go to a retail store when I can access those same people on Instagram and Facebook? So I started doing ads um, just to test the market even before I had the product. And the first thing I noticed is that people were like, what is this sorcery? And then people were like, this is a scam. There's no way that that works. So I realized, oh no, like it, it, you know what I'm saying? I've made something really complicated seem really easy, but now they don't believe me. So then I was forced to start doing lives and like showing my face, which is the last thing a CEO wants to do. But I was like, oh no, 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 no. I have to show them it's not a scam. And so once I started doing lives on Instagram, boom, Lashify was born. And that's wow. it. It went from there. Yeah. And the cool thing is that you've got the lashes come in all different colors. They come in different lengths. So like I said, there yeah. are the like yeah. fantasy shades, the fun trend shades, like yeah. the electric blue and purple, but there's also black and black, black and With I wear everything. The, yeah. The, so the, the idea ones. was exactly. So the, so the idea for me was to not just create like one set of lashes. Lashify is what I call the language of lashes. So it's literally like you have a palette and a, each one of the sizes is one shade, right? And then if you mix them together, it creates another shade. So in the corner, you're going to put, let's say, a shorter length. In the middle, you're going to put a longer length. If you have eyes that droop on the side, you're going to use a curlier length at the end so you can lift your eye. You're able to literally create whatever shape, like any look that you want with any color. So like, for example, um, Vivian Baker used, used Lashify on Charlize Theron for Bombshell to make her eyes look more like Megyn Kelly. Um, and oh, I remember Lashify, that. She, yeah. And with Lashify, we had the exclusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had the exclusive on that. It was like our favorite story about those Lashify lashes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was really, really cool because the people that made this industry, I didn't go the influencer route. I actually went the makeup artist route. Smart. And it was the makeup artists like Vivian Baker and Mateen um, and like Nick Barros and, and these incredible supporters. They're the ones that shared it because it's they shared it with all of their peers because it makes the makeup artist's job easier, essentially. And yeah. it sort of took off organically. Yeah. So grateful. And then they just look so incredible. Like I wear the shorter length brown lash, Lashify. And it just, yeah. it, they look like I'm wearing eyelash extensions. Yeah. They look like, yeah. like my lashes. Well, see, Gwen, you know, after being in the beauty business for three years, I actually found out the way that products are getting made is that like a group of people sit in a room and they talk about the trends, okay? And they talk about what's coming up. It's never really some person super obsessed to solve a problem, right? So for me, I was obsessed. So everything that I made had to pass my perfectionism. If that right. makes sense. I no, was totally. a consumer. I didn't know how to be a CEO of a brand. I had no idea. But what I did know how to do is be a shopper. I am a, the most, I am literally a 100% CEO of shopping. 
So I basically <laughs> just created a business and a system that would please me. Like the packaging had to make my heart flutter. Like that, you know what I'm saying? The bonds yeah. couldn't smell that would offend me. The lashes had to be so good that it had to look better than extensions. So right. I really, I, my, my level of like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do, I didn't think about, okay, well that's going to be really expensive to do. And I could make more money if I did it cheaper. I really just like stuck to what was true to me. Um, including the price point, you know, and a lot of people are like, yo, that's expensive. And I'm like, yeah, but you realize I created this from scratch. Like uh, there's, there was no other company in the world that has as many patents as Lashify does because we literally invented the whole system, the lash, the bond, the bond, you know what I mean? The placement with the flat lash, the mechanism, the manufacturing method. So but it's not, it's mm-hmm. not, if you compare it to the price of getting a full set of eyelash extensions and then That's getting it the fills, it's yeah. a, I think it's actually less than that. Wait. Well, it is, but people, people get like confused because the kit is $145. What they don't understand is that they're actually buying a system. That's right. it. You pay that $145 and you're done. From that point forward, it's 10 bucks for a fill. Customers, like 80% of our customers are reusing the lash. So literally we have people that have perfect lashes 24 seven for less than $10 a month because they're really careful with their gossamers. The name of our lashes are gossamers because it's a new type of lash. And if you take really good care of them and fuse them before night, they can last like a week, 10 days. Yeah. We have people that wear them for literally 10 days. I came up with a new bond called bondage that has a proprietary (laughs) formula. I know all of our, and you know why our names are funny because it's like, I love the idea when I just like read something and giggle to myself, like something that's relatable, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, even like all of our names are like fluff, blow, bondage, just cause it's like, it gives you a good <laughs> giggle, but yeah. um, bondage has activated charcoal in it. So it actually absorbs the bacteria and the moisture in your eyes. So if you plan on wearing them for more than seven days, it keeps that area clean. So we've really like, my goal was to have a beauty think tank. Like we are, I like to say like, we're, we're like the apple of beauty. We're just constantly innovating, coming up with better stuff. If it's done, if it's already been done, then I'm not interested. Like people are like, why don't you make a mascara? And I'm like, because honestly, unless I create a revolutionary mascara, there's, there's no reason. You know what I mean? I like it. Which is, no, it's so awesome. And thank you so much. You have so generously offered to give our Get Trust With Us listeners a special yes. discount code. So you guys, the discount code is Lashify Us, all capital. So it's L-A-S-H-I-F-Y-U-S. And if you use that code, you're going to get an exclusive discount from Sahara. Now, you know, we were talking earlier before we went live and we can talk about it now, but like right now, while we're all in self-isolation, you know, some yeah. things are going by the wayside. Like our roots mm-hmm. need to be covered. My Botox is running out during record time. And like people who got extensions they're in freaking February. Out. Yeah. yeah. They're freaking so out. What yeah. do they do? They've got to get some lashifies and like yeah. they can just fill in. Fake it till yeah, you and make it. Yeah. And that's what's happened. And you know what's so interesting is that, listen, like I said to you guys, I didn't start this company because lash extensions were too expensive for me. I started it because I didn't have the time. And it bothered me that we're able to put a man on the moon, but we couldn't do our own <laughs> lash extensions. And the reason <laughs> is, is because the people that are innovating lashes are not actually people that are wearing the lashes. Okay. So there was a lack of innovation because see, companies aren't necessarily going to invent something new if they're making a ton of money. 
there's no reason to spend money on R&D if they're already making a ton of money. So it's like, here you go, guys. These are your two options. Knock yourself out. My big thing was like, I don't like that I have to rely on somebody else to feel good about myself. It goes back to my whole reason for moving into the beauty industry and leaving the movie industry because I didn't like that one person could decide my destiny. I also didn't like that one person could decide if my lashes were going to look good or not. Like I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going on a trip. I need to see her. I look like Snuffleupagus. She can't (laughs) see me because she's booked and I'm screwed. You know what I mean? So I go to Hawaii looking whack and that bothered me. So my idea was like, no, I don't like this. So I am like the queen of DIY. I taught myself to bleach my own hair, do my own nails, but the lash thing. So our tagline is control your beauty because I'm a control freak. And now that I think about it, it was almost as if like I made a prediction. You don't want to leave everything at, uh, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be at the mercy of, of someone else all the time. You don't want to be that person. Like even if you're even if you're successful and you have tons of money, you don't want to be like this loser that doesn't know how to do anything. You know what I mean? Because well, that's essentially, right? Like it's almost like let's say you're let's say you have a big business, but if you have no idea how to do your own accounting, then you're probably going to get ripped off at some point. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like no, totally. you want it yeah. So I really, I'm a control freak like that. And, 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 and it worked for us because it's all about control your beauty. Totally. More than ever. It's like everybody better learn how to do their own hair color, how to do their own nails and totally how to do their own lashes. Well, you guys, even like with YouTube, like, it, you know, you used to be able to like, you used to have to like, uh, you know, you create an independent film in, in order to get known. Now you can create like a YouTube channel. You can like with the internet, you can do anything you want. Essentially, right. like you can control it. You can learn how to speak Spanish by Google. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. you can, or you, my point is it's like, there's just, there's so much, you know, I, I love to sort of, I love to educate myself. And what we're finding with our Lashify customers is that they're, they feel really good about themselves when they realize that they just made made themselves look that good. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a very sort of, no, it's, it's really like, cool. holy, whoa, you know, it's yeah. really empowering. Yeah, it is. It is. So one last question. Yes. I can talk are, forever. Yeah. I, so you could we, so could we, and we're obsessed with lashes and we're obsessed with beauty and we're also obsessed with Tiger King. So I, I we could talk to you forever. <laughs> <laughs> can we do a weekly Tiger King podcast? Exactly. Just, just, just Gwen, Sahar and Travis just talking about Joe. I, would know, I, I think it would be really, really funny. But listen, you are a small business owner. You're somebody who had an idea and you're an inventor. So what mm-hmm. advice do you have for anybody who wants to try to start their own small business? Don't get in business with your friends. Smart. Get a very good attorney from the beginning, even if you feel like you can't afford it. Try to do everything yourself that you can't do. That Meaning like, for example... Um, my first video, I made myself three in the morning on my phone and it got 20 million views. I didn't need to pay $20,000 to a production team. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like realize that like you can do so much of it yourself. You can do your social media yourself. You can do your content yourself do as, and then the stuff that you truly cannot do, pay someone else to do that, but pay an attorney to get the right contracts. 
always, if you have a really good revolutionary idea, patent in the United States, patent in, in China, go directly to where the copycatting is going to happen and patent it there first. Read Google, you know, and also don't take no for an answer. Yeah. Everybody said to me, no. Everybody said to me that this lash was impossible to make. Everybody told me that I could never create a tweezer that had a horizontal clamp force. And so what that means is a tweezer that, that actually had a tweezing mechanism, but more than just a point, but like literally two inch tweezing mechanism. They told me that I couldn't do it. And I went to three different countries until I got it done. So I really, truly believe like if you see it, like that's the first thought of creation is, is in your mind. And it goes from awesome. there. You know what I'm saying? So if, 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 if you have this thought in your mind and then there's all this doubt around it, then you're going to probably run into a lot of problems. But you guys, when I tell you, I saw it and I was like, this is what I'm doing. And if anyone said to me like, well, how do you know? I'd be like, get out of my face. Don't talk to me. You know what I mean? Like I didn't allow anybody, literally like I had to get rid of a partner because she was so negative because I was like, you're going to wow. get in the way of my success mojo. You know what I yeah. mean? Like no, you totally. really, you, you, you cannot, you have to see it. If you ask anybody that is successful or even anybody that's famous for like a, a good reason, if you say to them, did you know you're going to be successful? Every one of them will tell you yes. Wow. Because it doesn't just happen coincidentally. It's kind of like uh, Mike Tyson said, anytime he walked into a fight, if he ever thought that he was going to lose that fight, he lost it. He was wow. like, you can't, you, you go in there and you're like, you see nothing but winning and then you win. You know, My it's, God. it's so very awesome. real. Yeah. It's very real. Realize that everything you have is within yourself and Absolutely. go for it. And take yeah, no for an answer. When I started Lashify, I was like, we're going to take over the lash industry. It's going to be the, it's going to be the biggest thing that's ever hit like lashes. It's gonna. I had all these thoughts in my, my mind. And I remember I had a meeting with, um, I can't remember. It was one editor when, it, you know, a couple of years ago and she looked at it and she was like, you realize this is going to be the biggest thing ever. And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, of course. Like, why else would I be doing it? You know what I mean? Believe in yourself. I don't mean delusional believe in yourself like American Idol where you can't carry a tune and you think you're going to be the next idol. I don't mean that. But I mean anything like that's logically and logical and reasonable, you know? Um, I knew that I had an invention. I knew that I had put the work behind it. And, you know, if you work really, really hard, you remain humble because you had to do the work too. You know right. what I'm saying? Totally. You, you, learn the, you learn everything about your business so well. Everything. Everything. Like yeah. I literally, st and this is the thing. When I first started, um, I brought in this guy, um, Dean Factor. And Dean was uh, a friend of a friend and he had started Smashbox. Um, him and his brother, Davis, had started Smashbox. He was the founder CEO. And yeah. um, he was like my advisor uh, throughout the whole thing. And literally even even though he had years and years and years of experience if something if his advice didn't feel right to me then i trusted myself you know yeah. what i mean because nobody knows your product better than you do and i remember he said to me listen well when the company gets going we'll have to get a real ceo and i was like yeah totally cool because i didn't know anything i didn't know the diff i didn't know what vesting was i didn't know what shares were i didn't know anything so all of a sudden, two years go by, 
And I look and I, and I realize I remembered when Dean said, when we get real, we're going to have to find a real CEO. <laughs> and then I, I realized that because I cared so much that in that two years, I actually became a real CEO. I, I taught myself everything so that right now there isn't a person better than me. You know what right. I mean? There isn't yeah. someone that knows more than I do because I stepped it up. I stepped it up. But we've had, I've had some situations where people came in and they, they came in with their skill set and they didn't grow with the company. And you have to, like, if you're in a startup, like you can start off slow, but then you gotta, you gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta keep up. You gotta keep going. You have to keep educating yourself. You have to keep learning. You have, just like you have to keep innovating. You can't just rest on your laurels, you know, um, and expect to carry you. Yeah. You are such an inspiration. You are so inspiring and you're hilarious and you are somebody I would never, ever feed to the tigers. And the, same goes, <laughs> the same goes for our awesome listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Do check out Lashify and use your special code Lashify Us, all in capital letters. Lashify Us. If you love lash extensions, if you love lashes, if you you will love the system. We have we also have um, a thirty day money back guarantee. We are here to help you every step of the way. We have a Facebook group, twenty five thousand people. We give you one on one lives for free. Um, like a FaceTime, 15 minute FaceTime for free if you're having any trouble. So it's a really fun community and it's all about what we just talked about, like empowerment, like getting, you know what I mean? Being your, being your own boss, like, you know, and humor and Tiger King. I love it. Exactly. Perfection. I, I, I want to come out with Tiger King lashes. I mean, I know it's kind of weird. But no, I, just, I think it would be so cool. And I, I think, I think you should come out with them like next week. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I do a mullet one just for fun. Oh my gosh. Yes. A mullet lash. A bleach well, mullet lash. I was saying I'm about to do my own roots. I'm about to do my own roots and I'm afraid they're going to be Tiger King yellow. You know? They um, won't be. They won't be. You'll look awesome. Because you're a boss. You're a beauty boss. You know what you're doing. You've got this. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can thank listen you on- so much. You can listen on Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Until next week, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. Come back and see us next week for a new episode of Get Trust With Us. And until then, stay gorgeous. <laughs>